0: if that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now, here's today's Shared Teaching. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Shared Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, creator and founder behind Shared Teaching, and you are listening to episode 113, where we're going to talk about sight words for second graders. So when you're teaching sight words for second graders, there are a few differences to notice when we look at just sight word practice for maybe kindergartners or even first graders. So it's not just teaching them and memorizing them. So we're gonna cover some of the strategies to use instead. So first things first, what are sight words? So many of you probably already know, but sight words are also known as high-frequency words, and they're an essential component to early literacy development. Now, these are the words that students should recognize instantly by sight without the need for decoding. So their brain is automatically processing the patterns that they've already know, and they're reading the words pretty much instantly. In second grade, we're building a strong foundation of sight words because it's crucial to contributing towards reading fluency and comprehension. The more sight words a student has in their arsenal, the better they will be at reading texts. Now, I always tell parents, especially during conference time, that it allows their child to spend less time on sounding out words and more time comprehending what they are reading. So in other words, the less words they have to stop and focus on sounding out, and if it's every single word, they're not going to remember what they're reading by the time they get to the end of the sentence because it's just too challenging for them. But if they know a bunch of the sight words, words that they're seeing very often and very frequently in the same passages, then they're spending more time on comprehending the words that they don't know. So that's a very important distinction and something that you might want to mention to your parents if you haven't already. So when we're introducing sight words, I like to use a five-step process. And I've talked about this before, and you can read all about it either in the blog post, how to introduce sight words in five powerful ways, or in the Share Teaching Podcast episode number 29. And of course, you can find these links in the show notes. Now, personally, I recommend introducing no more than five words each week. I also recommend that each introductory lesson is going to include seeing, hearing, speaking, spelling, and writing the new words. You wanna make sure you cover all of those and not just that you're saying the word, the kids are kind of looking up the word, right? You want them interacting, you want them really taking ownership of these words. When introducing sight words for your second graders, it's okay to move at a little faster pace, which is why I pick five words. We're not just doing one word a week or one word a day. We're introducing all five words at the same time. We are also reviewing previously taught words in centers and small groups depending on the needs of your students. So you know your students best. If you think you need to slow down a little bit, then slow down. If the majority of your students already have sight words, you might just pick the ones that most of the students are not familiar with. Now, although the class might be at different levels, I will still pick five words and have the whole class learn these words. Yes, some of them might know it, but it's just a good practice to have all of them on the same page, all of them practicing them, what's it going to hurt, right? It only takes about five minutes once you have the routine down, so it's not really wasting a lot of time. It can be a very quick process. All right, let's talk a little bit about irregular spelled words or heart words. Now, pointing out which words are irregular or heart words can really benefit our second graders who are just learning their sight words. Having a sound wall and posting these words can really be a great help as well. What I like to do is post the irregular words in their own little section. So the students can see the phonics pattern, but realize that it's not part of the regular sounds, right? So just kind of shift them over into their own little section, and then students can look there if they know that's not following a regular pattern. Now, heart words or regular words are words that do not follow the typical grapheme sounds as other words. Students are going to learn this part of the word by heart and can mark it with a little heart above or even on top of that sound pattern. Then when students are learning the word, they focus on the sounds that they can sound out and then they add the learned heart word part. I also like to add the practice of mapping out the sounds that they see in the words during center time. And you can learn more about this in my my post, Science of Reading and Sight Words, Making Your Centers Work. And it's also episode number 80 here on the podcast. Again, I will have that link in the show notes. One of my favorite activities for second graders is my Play-Doh mats. Now, I... I'm a little bit biased, but I feel like prep for this activity is super easy. All it requires is those little mini tubs of Play-Doh. I like to find mine at Walmart or Target. Sometimes it's in the Target dollar spot, especially like on like Valentine's when like you might want to give them out like as Valentine's. (laughs) So um, that's a good place to find it. Sometimes your favorite online store. Then all you really need are the site word mats. I of course laminate mine in a heavier duty laminate and you can purchase them from my TPT store and again a link will be in the show notes. You do not have to. I like using these sight word mats because they offer students multiple chances to repeat practicing the same word. Not only are they saying this word in context, there's this anchor sentence that they are reading the word in, but they can also write the sentence the word is in, or they can write the word. They also spell the word in the Play-Doh, so it gives them a lot of chances to kind of work on that same word. Students really need to have some kind of context, and they should not be learning sight words just in isolation. So I find that these Play-Doh mats and then also my letterboxes are using that same anchor sentence to help students begin to make connections within the same words. So let's talk a little bit about letterboxing. So this is another one of my favorite activities, biased again. (laughs) And during the letterbox center, students are going to read, again, the same anchor sentence they would find on the Play-Doh mats and then they're gonna find the word that matches the letterboxes. So for example, the word look would have a tall box followed by two shorter boxes and end with another tall box. Students are going to look no pun intended, at the words in the sentence to find which word matches this spelling pattern of a tall, too short, and a tall, right? So I teach body spelling in my class, and that I believe can be found in one of those episodes I talked about previously. But it's really the process of tall letters, letters that fall down towards the ground, And then letters that are shorter, which you know are about like our hips. And then we talk about how these letters fall in the lines when you write them, right? So it matches the handwriting lines. So letter boxes really help students pay attention to the formation of the letters. They're also going to attend more to the print in the sentence rather than just guessing a word. I mean, they can certainly guess a word. But they're looking to see that pattern of how the word is put together to find out which one matches those letter boxes. I also have sight word interactive notebooks, and this is something that my students have an individual sight word list that they work on, and the lists are assigned to them based on the master list of Dolch words that have been pre-tested at the beginning of the year. During centers, students use their personal list. Some students have five words, some students have 10 words, just depending on how rapidly they're progressing through the sight words. Or if they were tested and only missed like maybe eight or 10 out of the 220, then they get 10 words, right? Because they know a majority of them. And they're focusing on these specific words during their sight word centers. So one of the rotations is that you have to complete a page in their sight word Interactive notebook, and there's five pages lasting Monday through Friday. And these notebooks provide students with the repetitive practice of spelling the sight words, as well as spiral review of previously taught sight words. So I find that's really important as well. Don't just focus on the new words, but make sure you're hitting some of those older words that they've seen before. Now, second graders need a little bit more practice with sight words than just spelling or copying the words. If that's what you're doing up to this point, that's okay. But now let's try something a little bit different. We want some hands-on manipulatives. We want them practicing the words within sentences. We want them looking for phonics patterns. We really want them doing something, working with these words rather than just reading them and practicing them and spelling them. So we wanna make sure they're putting them into sentences, we're reading the sentences to find the words, and we're finding those phonics patterns within the words. Every year, I send home a little booklet for my parents that's called a sight word practice book, and it has pictures of hands-on ways that parents can practice the spelling or sight words that are not just rote memorization and drill. And many of these activities are, of course, hands-on, but they're also very familiar to many of us teachers, but not so much as parents. So it's just a cute little booklet. I believe currently it's $2 in my TPT shop, and so that, of course, will be linked in the show notes as well. So just to recap, with sight words for second graders, you really wanna make sure to up the rigor a little bit. We're not just doing flashcards, memorization, saying the word, spelling the word, writing the word. We really want them practicing the words within sentences and not in isolation. So I really want to know, what are some ways you're increasing the rigor for your second graders when they're practicing sight words? Don't be afraid to leave me a review and tell me, say this was episode 113 and I have some thoughts about sight words, or you can send me an email, susan at shareteaching.com. I love to hear from listeners and make sure you stay tuned for an all new episode next week. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching. Hitting that subscribe button. And leaving us a review on iTunes. So we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on ShareTeaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. they offer a multiple word chance or I guess multiple